so I'm going to read from the beginning of Jonah 1. I'm going to read quite a bit. Um, the Lord gave this message to Jonah, son of Amittai. Get up and go to the city of Nineveh. Announce my judgment against it, because I have seen how wicked its people are. But Jonah got up and went in the opposite direction to get away from the Lord. He went down to the port of Joppa, where he found a ship leaving for Tarshish. He bought a ticket and went on board, hoping to escape the Lord by sailing to Tarshish. But the Lord hurled a powerful wind over the sea, causing a violent storm that threatened to break the ship apart. Fearing for their lives, the desperate sailors shouted to their gods for help and threw the cargo overboard to lighten the ship. But all this time, Jonah was sound asleep down in the hold. So the captain went down after him. How can you sleep at a time like this, he shouted. Get up and pray to your God. Maybe he will pay attention to us and spare our lives. Then the crew cast lots to see which of them had offended the gods and caused the terrible storm. When they did this, the lots identified Jonah as the culprit. Why has this awful storm come down on us, they demanded. Who are you? What is your line of work? What country are you from? What is your nationality? Jonah answered, I am a Hebrew and I worship the Lord, the God of heaven who made the sea and the land. The sailors were terrified when they heard this, for he had already told them he was running away from the Lord. Oh, why did you do it, they groaned. Since the storm was getting worse all the time, they asked him, what should we do to you to stop this storm? Throw me into the sea, Jonah said, and it will become calm again. I know that this terrible storm is all my fault. Instead, the sailors rowed even harder to get the ship to the land, but the stormy sea was too violent for them. They couldn't make it. Then they cried out to the Lord, Jonah's God. Oh Lord, they pleaded, don't make us die for this man's sin. Don't hold us responsible for his death. Oh Lord, you have sent this storm upon him for your own good reasons. Then the sailors picked Jonah up and threw him into the raging sea, and the storm stopped at once. The sailors were awestruck by God's great power, and they offered him a sacrifice and vowed to serve him. Now the Lord had arranged for a great fish to swallow Jonah, and Jonah was inside the fish for three days and three nights. Then Jonah prayed to the Lord, his God, from inside the fish. Um, and then follows his prayer. Um, and at the end of Jonah 2, um, the Lord orders the fish to spit Jonah out onto the beach. Um, so this morning, um, I wanted to talk about that passage. It's a well-known story that we get right from when we're tiny in our first Bibles. Um, but I read it recently um, and noticed something in that story that I think I've ever noticed before. Um, and... What what I realised was that God's plan was never for Jonah to be thrown into the sea. Um, I think I always kind of read the story as a kid and it was like, oh, and God threw Jonah into the sea and all that was all part of his punishment. Um, but actually, as I read it the other day, I realised actually that wasn't God's, that wasn't God's doing. Um, that was actually Jonah's decision. Um, and um, I was kind of, as I was thinking about it, I was thinking, actually, it's it's the shame that Jonah carries for what he's done that causes 
half of the, a lot of what happens in that passage. Um, and I think shame is a really powerful thing that the enemy uses um, to cause us to separate ourselves further from God. Um, so Jonah had disobeyed God, um, and that was the the bad thing that he'd done. Um, he'd gone the other way, he'd run away. Um, and God had sent the storm, um, kind of as like a wake-up call for Jonah. He'd sent the storm to to show him, to make him realise what it was that he'd done. Um, and in that, at that point, Jonah had a choice of how he responded um, when he realised what he'd done. Um, he could have turned to God, he could have repented and turned to God at that point, or he could have chosen to stay with the shame of what he'd done um, and react out of that place. Um, and I think we've all been there, we've done something where nobody enjoys um, getting it wrong, nobody enjoys that feeling of, oh no, I realised that what I did was the wrong thing, um, and I'm going to have to admit it, and I'm going to have to face up to that, and um, and you kind of that, I wish the ground would just swallow me up now, because I don't want to face this, um, And but that is shame, and that is um, not God's plan. Um, Romans 8 says there is no condemnation for those who belong to Jesus Christ. And God has never been about shame. That's not just New Testament. That is that is who God is. He's never been about shame. Um, and he hasn't changed. Um, but Jonah's shame that he puts on himself is so great that he would rather die than face God, face um, what it was that he did. He chose his own consequence his own punishment for what he did he decided that what he did was worth was deserved death deserved being thrown into the sea to drown um and i can't say that i often think that i'd rather die <laughs> than face what whatever it is but um shame i think has a way of magnifying the things that we've done um Jonah's kind of the way that the way that I kind of read that verse is he's like um um he says oh, the wrong bit that's why I can't see it he says Um, throw me into the sea and it will all become calm again. I know that this terrible storm is my fault. And you can just imagine him kind of like, oh, just throw me into the sea. <laughs> just just do it. Again. <laughs> it's kind of a very dramatic kind of... He, he's like embracing that shame. He's, he's like, oh, I deserve this. It's all my fault. It's all on me. I can't believe what I've done. Kind of, um, I deserve to die for this. Um, and, but God... The next part, God is gracious and he gives Jonah a third chance to turn, to turn back. He gives him another chance. He swallows him with a fish, gets a fish to swallow him up. Um, and 
because he's like, that was not my plan for you. <laughs> I did not plan for you to die because of this um, thing that you did. Um, and actually, what I found interesting as well is that he stays in the fish for three days and three nights. Um, and then it says, and then Jonah prayed to the Lord. Actually, he didn't even, as soon as he was in the, it wasn't even like, oh, I've been swallowing fish. Oh, God, you've rescued me. It was like, spent three days and three nights before he even prayed, before he said um, to God, I'm sorry, this is what, I can t- this is what I've done. And um, he, he also, so I think, like, he embraces his shame, but he also sits in his shame. He kind of sits there, and I imagine him sitting there being like, oh, I deserve this, this is exactly what I deserve. Now I'm stuck in a fish. I didn't even die when I thought that was, this is even worse. He can kind of, but actually, and then he realises, um, he, but at, even at that point, he still believes that he deserves it. His prayer, in his prayer, he says, um, in Jonah 2, he says, you threw me into the ocean's depths and I sank down to the heart of the sea. The mighty waters engulfed me. Um, you've driven me from your presence. Even then, he, he thinks that that's what God wanted for him. He thinks that that was, that was God's plan. Um, but he also says, yet I will look once more towards your holy temple. And that's that turnaround point for Jonah. He says, yet I will look to you again. I will repent I will turn around I will come back to you back to um that and and he also says um as my life as my life slipped away I remembered the Lord it took that like near death thing for him to realize um who God was um and it was then that God ordered the fish to spit him out um and I just, it just kind of made me think um, that, because Jonah could have saved himself from being thrown overboard, from nearly drowning, from three days and three nights sat in a fish, if he hadn't have chosen to embrace and sit in his shame, because um, God has never been about shame. Um, and so I kind of wanted to imagine like the alternate ending um, of the story. Um, so Jonah disobeys God. He goes the other way. The storm comes um, to, to kind of remind him God causes the storm. And the sailors, um, as it says, are desperate. They're scared. They're willing to do anything. They're praying to all the gods. They're throwing their cargo overboard. They're doing anything they can to save themselves. And at that point, Jonah has that this is my fault moment, this, is, this was me. Um, at that point, if Jonah had gone, God, I'm sorry, I've, I've messed up. What do you want me to do? How can I make this right? I don't think God would have said, make the men throw you overboard. <laughs> I imagine he probably said, you know what, turn the boat round, go to Nineveh. And those sailors, in their desperation, would have gone, Yes, we'll do anything. We'll take you all the way to Nineveh, the opposite direction, the way we're supposed to be going. Um, and that skips straight to chapter three. Jonah misses out on all that trauma, all that um, stuff that he's, that he's had to suffer. Um, I think, I guess the takeaways that I kind of 
want us to think about from that um, are that actually the enemy loves to try to cripple us and draw us further away from God um, with shame. Um, that is a tool that he, he loves to use. Um, but God has never been about shame. Um, and he, that, isn't, that isn't what he, what he wants ever. Um, it's actually just a waste of our time um, when we embrace that. Um, and things only get worse when you sit in that place. Um, when actually the option is always there just to turn to God, um, to repent to walk back to him um, and to choose the right path again. Um, so I thought it would be really good if we just take a minute now um, just to think, is there anywhere in our lives where we're either embracing the shame or we're sitting in it? Um, are there any places where we're at that, we're on the boat, this is all my fault? embracing it this is all my fault I deserve this is what I deserve coming up with our own thoughts about what we deserve um or any place where you're actually sitting in what you've already you're further on um you're sat in the fish um sat in that place of um your self-given punishment um and actually just in this moment just to choose repentance just to choose um to look back to God and say in the middle of this yet I will come back to you I will look to you again Um, and just to ask God as well to remind us um, that he is never about shame um, and he's the God of second, third, fourth chances Um, and just ask him to remind us of that um, when we when the enemy tries to tries to pile shame upon us we just have a minute of quiet just to think about that. Thank you, Father, that you are not about shame, that that is not part of your vocabulary, it's not part of anything that you want for us. Lord, that you say there is no condemnation for those of us that are in Christ Jesus. That when you convict us, you just, you just want us to come back to you. You just want to bring us back, um, bring us back home. Bring us back onto the path that you have for us. And we just pray now that that would be um, the thing that, that stays with us, that you would remind us those times when, when we do mess up. That you would remind us that um, just, to, just to instantly come back to you, just to not let shame creep in, to not embrace that, to not sit in it, to not to not waste our time and our energy and our um, and our thoughts on on shaming ourselves or um, 
or punishing ourselves for those things, but Lord, just to come back to you. Just to receive your grace and your second chances and your third chances and your continuous open arms that just call us back to you.